today and i was gonna go talk to you about it but uh i because i was like man we're not gonna get another tom king Batcat story for a while because he still hasn't announced it but i was like all right he's writing one we don't know what's happening with the button thing but he's also writing the helena story and i want to say i've talked about this and i don't know if i talked about it on the podcast or if i just talked about it in person but what because i just feel like the idea of bringing a baby into the series is gonna be kind of dumb or like I, what do you do with that the baby's never it's always gonna be a baby but i was thinking what if the helena story tie because tom king ties everything into all his stories tie into a bigger story what if helena because it's still wayne is actually the phantasms and she comes back to have it's basically the whole talia thing all over again he just had another kid with another woman and that could break, they could tie a rip, like put a rift between Catwoman and Batman because there's another kid that is not hers or whatever. Like, I damn, d- you're gonna, you want that to happen to Catwoman? That's... I don't want that to happen, but I'm just saying, what if that was what happened? I don't think I would like it because it's already happened with Damien. Yeah. I would much rather them have a child of their own. Because, I mean, Clark and Lois had a child of their own. And then through Convergence and just the regular passing of time, he was able to be, you know, a preteen, you know? Yeah. And and then, of course, stupid Bendis. Yeah, but I don't think you can really do that with the Bat Family because you can kind of fuck around with Superman because he's an alien. You know yeah, I mean? but if 5G is coming out, then it doesn't matter. She's going to be... It will when they go back. Because they're going to go back. Like, it's 100%. But at the same time, like, it just doesn't... See, the 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 unfortunate and fortunate thing about time travel is you can pick and choose what you want to change when you go back. Yeah. And just be like, oh, it's time travel. And that's what you can mock it up to be. Yeah, I don't know. That's going to be dumb. Um, because I just don't... Having a baby... Because then you automatically make... Because even if you make Helena 20, that's 20 years later, and everybody's all retired and shit, it's just boring. Nobody wants to see that. And then you're going to go back in time, and oh, she's still 20? And what? Everybody's going to want Damien back to being a kid. A teenager. Yeah. You can't have yeah. older Damien. And so so she'll she'll be the older sister... No, that's stupid already. Yeah. It's yeah. dumb. I mean, no. but that's that's your only choice. It's not your only choice. I've told you my choice. I can <laughs> definitely do it way better than that. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I was just thinking about that. I was like, I hope they don't do that. But if they wanted to have a Helena that's actually viable in the current situation, because she would have to be as old as Damien or older. And if you're saying that, you know... Phantasm, the movie, is actually continuity, as Tom King said, minus the Joker stuff. That was uh, 20 years ago. Then that was actually her, his first love then. You yeah. know, bef- before he puts on the cow. So that means she's pre-Catwoman, meaning if there was a kid involved, it's even older than Damien. So yeah. that was just something I was thinking about, because like that could be a reason... To have conflict between Batman and Catwoman, and by the end of it, it could be something that they both get over. And would it, that honestly, mean she's it... like, like she would be 
in between Damien and Tim. And Dick Grayson. Yeah. I would say between Damien and Dick Grayson. Because So she would she would be a Tim a Tim Drake age, if not a little well, older. Well, I don't well, you would have to I guess because you're assuming I don't know, because like we always assume that I assume Batman starts being the Cape Crusader between twenty twenty five is what you mm-hmm. do. Meaning Dick Grayson already has to be born because he's 10 when they meet up for the first time. So yeah. that means he's what? Fucking, he's already 10? No, like, fuck, how does that even work? No, out? he's say he, 20. In, in Rebirth, in Rebirth, he turned 13 so he could mm-hmm. become a teen titan. Yeah. So you're talking about Damien. Yeah. Oh, and Dick Grayson. Oh, Dick Grayson. Because uh, Dick Grayson becomes ten as the ten when he's first with the first Robin. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I would just say bat. I always think Batman's twenty when he first put on, puts on the cow. I think he trains for twelve years and he his parents died at eight years old. That's how I've always seen it. And people say, "Oh no, he died at 12 I'm like, "No, he they died at when he was eight, and he fucking trained for twelve years and he puts on the cow at twenty. It's That's really weird. Just it's really weird to say that he trains for twelve years at like starting at the age of nine, though. I know well, it's comic book, is, but like it's comic book. But I mean, Scott Snyder himself has even shown that you know, Batman becomes like a detective like immediately because he thinks somebody killed his parents, so he puts all oh, of these yeah. pieces together. And, and I've always said that Bruce Wayne, the like the person of Bruce Wayne, died that night. And the Batman is born that same moment. Of course, he doesn't know what he's going to be called. He doesn't know his uh, that he is going to eventually be the Batman. But the idea of avenging stuff happens that yeah. night. And so you can obviously say that he's automatically into game mode. Because he's not a kid after that. I mean, even the animated series says, like, I haven't had a childhood. I haven't been a child since I was eight. Or yeah. some shit. Like, you know? So he's just always been brooding. But I don't know. I just thought it was very interesting because I don't know when the hell. I guess the next Tom King story we'll get that would be Batman related is going to be the Catwoman story in March. So I think it comes out of March. Yeah. April. I'm not too sure. Either one. But um, yeah. So I don't know. That was just something I was thinking about. Uh, but uh, yeah, we'll jump over from there to uh, Batman news, uh, which is actually for the Batman has actually started filming. Um, so this is pretty interesting. Now there is a whole press release, which I actually think you sent to me on Instagram and I'll just watch it. on. I there. did. Um, so let me get it. Let me pull it up because I think it's, it's, we'll just read it word for word. I'm going to butcher some of these names though. 100% because it's what I do. Um, but, uh, this is the actual press release from WB guys. So the, the Batman has officially been done. I know you're like, Oh my God, there's been photos and blah, blah, blah for weeks. There's a, when it comes to film crews, there are these things called the second team where they do a lot of B-roll and they do a lot of other stuff that is not as important. Uh, but the principal photography with Matt Reeves, because when that, I never saw Matt Reeves on the set of those photos. Um, so I guess this is what he's doing. He's been doing like the big shebang stuff with all the stars and stuff. Um, but anyways, this is a, from a press release from WB. It says principal photography has begun on Warner Brothers Pictures, The Batman. Director Matt Reeves uh, is at the helm with Robert Pattinson and starring Gotham City vigilante uh, detective Batman billionaire Bruce Wayne. Uh, starring alongside Pattinson's Gotham's uh, famous and infamous cast of characters are Zoe Kravitz, 
Uh, and then of course, like I'm, I'm skipping over everything they've been in, but it says like what the hell they've been in. Uh, Zoe Kravitz as Selena Kyle, Paul Dano as Edward Nashton, which I still hate that. Uh, Jeffrey Wright as the GCPD's Jim Gordon, James Gordon. Um, John Turturro uh, as Carmine Falcone. Uh, Peter Sarsgaard as Gotham DA Gil Coulson. Uh, James, Jamie Lawson as Mayor, Mayor, uh, mayoral candidate uh, Bella Real uh, with Andy Serkis as Alfred and Colin Farrell as Oswald Cobblepot. So we got confirmation of who everybody is so far in this movie. Now, one of the biggest thing was obviously uh, Peter Sarsgaard. A lot of people thought he was going to be Two-Face. And he is a DA, but he ain't Harvey Dent. So it doesn't look like we're getting Two-Face in this movie. Now I will be pissed if he's secretly Two-Face. And uh, he fucking changes his name or some bullshit. Like he hid his real name. And his real name's Harvey Dent to throw us off. I'd hate that. I would definitely hate that. Yeah. Because it's bad enough we're getting Edward Nashton. Like, what is wrong with Nigma? Like, genuinely. Like, yeah. granted, it's still an N at the end, but what's wrong with Nigma? Like, I don't understand that. But I guess we'll find out why he's not that. I mean, they could pull a Joker thing. Joker was Arthur Fleck, and we found out that wasn't his real name, and blah, blah, blah. Or maybe Ed, you know, maybe he becomes the Riddler. But apparently in this movie, everybody should be established already. So there wouldn't be a Riddler becoming the Riddler. So yeah. I don't know. So I don't really get what's going on there. But I guess the biggest news out of that is that, um, you know, we have the, the people that we have been, you know, circling around that we didn't know who was going to be who have been confirmed. And it's very interesting. No Bullock yet. Um, like, I don't know if there's going to be a Montoya. Uh, you know, I, I'm very interested to see who is going to be James Gordon's, like, supporting cast. Or if it's just going to be focused more on Batman and Gordon. And there's not going to be these other cops. Because I would really like to see Bullock on the big screen. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's going to be really interesting. I didn't see anything about Firefly. I don't know if we're ever going to get a Firefly. And I don't yeah, know if it mentioned... Yeah, I don't know if it mentioned that uh, black actress that was a newcomer. I don't think uh, she was in the Yes, it league. does. It does. Is that the mayoral candidate? Yeah. Because then, if that's her... Because if that's her, then... Who is the guy from Chernobyl? He wasn't on there, was he? Uh, he yeah, it it confirms his role. Excuse me, his role as well. Let me because I just read I... it word for word. I don't know. Her, is her name Jamie Lawson, or is that somebody else? Bella Re Be Bella Rio is that her? Because I don't see that dude from Chernobyl on here. It says here that, um, yeah, I don't see him. Yeah, because it's, uh, he, you think he would be there. Um, and then it just, the rest of the press release is like, who's going to be doing like the, the director of photography, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, yeah, so, uh, oh, no, no, wait, hold on. Uh, I don't think he, he's not on the press release. Because they would definitely put Chernobyl as one of his biggest things. He's not on that press release. Um, everybody else is on there. So I think the I think the Jamie Lawson is the the black actress that's on 
th- that was a theater um, mm-hmm. person. So uh, I just don't think they had the Chernobyl guy on there. Uh, but anyways, that is one of the biggest things um, that is coming out of this, besides you know actually uh, the freaking start of Batman. So I think it's one of the biggest things that we're having this week. By the way, for those of you, if it seems like we're kind of off, like I feel like we're not clicking on ten cylinder, like all cylinders right now. It's because there's not a lot to talk about this week. Yeah, so it's, it's it's kind very... of a dead week. Uh, there yeah. was very little, and technically, when you look at the actual calendar for this month. This was considered mm-hmm. a annuals week, and the yeah. only annual that came out in all of DC was Detective Comics. Yeah. So, so it was very uh, yeah. odd. I think they're trying to recover from not uh, releasing anything on that Christmas week last year. Yeah. So they're still kind of struggling with, you know, bringing in books on a regular yeah. schedule well, or whatever. I'm, I'm hoping this annual thing now throws back, it throws Detective back into the proper schedule where it'll be Batman, Detective, Batman, Detective, Batman, Detective. Yeah. Because uh, we were getting, we got both of them last week, which kind of threw everything off. Uh, but uh, sticking with the Batman, I posted this in our Discord and because I, I follow this guy named Ash Throp, I think is how, it, how his name is, uh, or Thorpe. Uh, he's actually somebody that is working on the design of the Batmobile. And he posted this on his Instagram story. It says, oh yes, uh, as for the Batmobile, we're, we would, should be getting a glimpse of that soon as filming continues to take place in public places. While we've yet to see it, these reports indicate that the iconic vehicle will be unlike what Batman drove in the Dark Knight trilogy. Those movies featured a tank-like vehicle developed for military applications, but sounds like Pattinson will be driving something that is more akin to a muscle car. So, uh, what are your thoughts on that? That we won't have a, a tank-like thing? You know, we talked a little bit about it, but we said we wanted to keep it for the podcast. You know, I am glad that we aren't getting a tank. You know, I, I've i been a fan of the Tumblr, you know, when it was first introduced. You know, uh, that whole What about chase. the Snyder one? Uh, I yeah, I that a tank too. Yeah, I I love that one too. You know, as the the car chase in that one, uh, in Batman vs Superman was fun, uh, just mm-hmm. because it ends with Superman fucking it up. But mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> <He still> lost <laughs> and died. <laughs> but uh, but I've told you this the the one Batmobile that I absolutely love that everybody just like puts to the wayside is mm-hmm. the two thousand three the Batman animated series and it was like a lamborghini like hybrid with the one a that looks like the speed racer one yeah that one yeah yeah that's yeah, okay <laughs> throw that. it deserves to be on the wayside um i personally personally obviously you can never beat the iconic one from the 89 series like that yeah. one was dope but I like Tom King's and David Finch's updated classic look to mm-hmm. where it is it is like the animated series Batmobile, but the front is like the 66, not the 66 Batmobile, but like the old Batmobile where it was kind of like it had like the bat symbol on the front. Yeah. It, it was like, it's like a, a version It's like a that, bat shield or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I really like that style. I thought that was kind of cool. But if it, you know, I always feel like the longness of it kind of throws things off, and that's why we won't get another one, another vehicle like that. But 
I think something like the Batman Telltale is what we're going to end up getting. Uh, I think that vehicle that it actually transforms from a sports car to the Batmobile. So it can be a little bit more like, um, I guess, camouflage. I think we're going to yeah. get something like that, to be honest. It's nothing fancy, but um, I'm hoping it's not like just a fucking like Lamborghini. Like just all <laughs> blacked out. Like that would be really shit. Because the Batmobile is supposed to be something different. It's supposed to look awesome. Um, but I feel like, man, what, I, that that actually, that Lamborghini that I showed you in real life that they made. Oh, yeah, the, the real-life Batmobile. Is, yeah, that is a Batmobile. Apparently, I looked it up, only 63 will be made of that model, and it's $3.9 million. Jesus. So, that's a Batmobile, though. So, it's just like, it's insane. But if it looked like that, I'd be fine with it. Black all that out and have that as a Batmobile. It only sits one, though. Um, so, it's crazy. But, yeah, that thing looked awesome. So, uh, yeah, that is some of the biggest Batman news that we have. And that's really the only thing that's been going on. Because Birds of Prey is dominating everything right now. Well, uh, real quick, now- before we go to Birds of Prey, I just want to say, mm-hmm. you know, we talked about this in a previous episode. But... You know, there was this whole conversation on the internet that blew up that Pattinson said that Batman wasn't a hero. Mm-hmm. And so he talked to... Who did he talk to? Uh, I, I, I don't know the exact uh, outlet that he was talking to, but he responded to the backlash of mm-hmm. the conversation. And he jokingly said, uh, I wasn't educated on the subject and people got very angry about it. It's bizarre. I still can't understand the argument. Okay, he's a superhero. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. So he takes it back. He is a superhero. You know, even though we talked about how there are different, there is a clear difference between superhero and vigilante. You know, the and Batman is kind of like oddly in the center of both. You know, so so just letting you guys know that Pattinson is aware of the stupid conversations that we have, and he still doesn't care. (laughs) Yeah, and he still hasn't bulked up, and he doesn't look like Batman, and his ass is scrawny. Come on, man. You got to bulk up for this freaking thing, Pattinson. Shouldn't have been doing Tenet. Should have been just working out. Um, But anyways, uh, that's going to be something very interesting in this one. I I think people are going to, they're going to not like that he's this skinny. Like, 100%. Like, the oh, thing yeah, is, he, so. he's not even, like, cut or ripped. Like, I know we talked about this last week, but I think people are going to not... I, I gen, I'd be surprised if we get a shirtless Batman scene in this movie, honestly. Because I don't I mean... Think, I just there, don't think they're going to do it. There was... Uh, I just recently saw, like, right before we started recording, there was some pictures of, apparently... Pattinson was at a beach sometime last year mm-hmm. and he is in shape but he's not like superhero shape you know yeah and so they're like he's oh he, he's gonna have you know this kind of look and there was like a photoshop mock-up and it basically looks like the if you ever if you ever search it uh, mm-hmm. there was gonna be a a third batman film with uh, uh 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 holy crap i almost forgot his name uh michael keaton there was gonna be a third movie with him and he and it's like a legit gray suit with the yeah. uh yellow 
uh, cylinder, mm-hmm. or cylinder, but the oval and on a, the chest for the symbol. Yeah. And people are saying he's just going to be like that. He's going to be, you know, skinny but toned. And mm-hmm. I think that this movie is going to be so badass with Reeves behind the wheel that I almost won't notice it. I probably will, but I will be too distracted with everything that's going on. Yeah, and I think that's what they're going to have to do. Um, they're going to avoid a shirtless pic. I 100% think they're going to do that. <laughs> because, like, yeah, I, I've seen those photos you're talking about. And he, I mean, he didn't look anything, to be honest. Like, he just looked like a normal dude. Um, so I just don't see that happening. Um, but I think they are going to pad up the suit. And we mentioned we talked about it last week. I think the suit's just going to look badass. And we're going to be like, all right, cool, whatever. Um, but... I feel like if you if you're gonna have to give a warehouse type scene, especially if he's skinnier, that means he should be faster. And you had Ben Affleck see me like he was fast as fuck. So like they better really do something good with the action here. Um, I know that they did mention a long time ago when the script was taking forever that Matt Reeves was rewriting it to add more action. So that kind of mm-hmm. worries me. Like maybe there's not enough. There's not gonna be enough action in this movie. Um, and, but you know what? I'm I'm not gonna doubt anything in it. I just hope we have some badass fight scenes in it, um, because Catwoman should be able to fight Batman pretty easily and pretty badass. And she says she was training intensively, so yeah. you know we'll see what happens there. But uh, I do think the costume will make everybody forget. But still, just calling him out, Scrawny, go get the gym. <laughs> um, but anyways, uh, but back to Birds of Prey though. So I'm avoiding everything. But I did see a title saying that social media reviews are out and people are loving it. So, have you heard anything? I have heard good things about it. I accidentally clicked on a three-second video Mm -hmm. that has one interaction with Harley and Black Canary. I I, I laughed and then I immediately said, damn, I probably would have laughed harder if I was in the theater. Yeah. And so I'm just like, god damn it. Uh, but, uh, but I have heard good things about it. Uh, the, I guess the Twitter embargo, as far as like the, the single tweets of just like, Hey, you know, it's good because of this. Yeah. Uh, those types of reviews have been coming in ever since that, uh, that Hollywood premiere. Yeah. Uh, Mm -hmm. what was that? Three days ago or two days ago? Something something like that. that. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, you know, I'm I'm hearing good things. I'm trying to avoid actually reading long reviews or, or yeah. getting any intensive type of stuff. Uh, our quote unquote favorite YouTuber is, mm-hmm. you know, of course, saying some stuff. I have yet to hear anything from that person, mm-hmm. but I see everybody complaining about her already uh, yeah. on Twitter. So I'm just like, I'm not going to pay any attention to it. I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to go out of my way to to listen to them so yeah no she sucks um <laughs> but uh yeah i don't know so i just saw the headline and i'm kind of like whatever and we were talking about this so apparently if you have dc universe you are going to be able to get a free screening possibly in your city now luckily our city has it i was actually willing to drive to austin cuz i didn't cuz like austin yeah, I, was I, way I, up I, there I saw Austin first, and I was like, mm-hmm. "Ooh, is I, I was like, is Juice wanting to go to Austin? Like, yeah, let's I do drove. it." Um, I would have definitely drove there to watch this, 
Um, but uh, luckily it is going to be in our city, so we don't have to drive that far. So the game plan is, there's no guarantee we're getting into this, but I also don't know how much overlap there is that people that have DC Universe. They have yeah. a few days to actually get this. Apparently if they sign up before the 31st, um, they, they can actually get these invites still. So we'll see what happens. But... And I'm really hoping that it's going to be like you have to show some kind of proof or something because I'm going to be pissed if people just print these out for their friends and we are waiting with a whole bunch of other people that don't have DC Universe access. Now, granted, I have actually been to a DC Universe app thing before and you had to have your name and you had to have like a piece of paper with you because I well, did this for um for. for when because i didn't know you back then but i mm-hmm. knew that we were in the same theater when we went to go see that uh bvs thing the bvs thing mm-hmm. we had to show like proof of email uh like the actual invitation whatever yeah on your phone mm-hmm. so i don't think you can be like hey i have this invitation and i'm bringing four other people Yeah, well, I mean, but I've been somebody that has snuck into things before, and you can literally just get the same QR code and, like, you know, Photoshop your name and stuff like that. So it's been doable, but there are... I did get denied. I just got lucky because there there was not a lot of stuff. Like, they were just like, it's not working. I'm like, oh, I don't know, man. I don't know. (laughs) Like, uh, and we ended up getting in. That was for Civil War, to be honest. Um, So, uh, (laughs) yeah. So I'm just kind of hoping there's a little bit more like, oh, you got to bring up your app and like it's in your like QR code area or something like that. Because then that yeah. would be awesome because then you can't really fake that. And if somebody would, you'd have to open that app on like four different phones or whatever. Um, but anyways, so yeah. I was going to say, is, are, are we going to have to freaking camp out there two hours early and shit? We're probably going to have to, to be honest. Um, so uh, yeah, well, if you don't want to watch it, don't go. <laughs> uh, and I'm not doing the whole thing of like you go early and then I'll meet up with you. I ain't doing that shit. I'll make you go in the back. <laughs> so I'm like, nah, get back there, dude. Fuck you. Um, but anyways, uh, so the game plan is for because this happens on Wednesday. We record on Wednesdays. The game plan is to watch this movie, hopefully, and then record our review right after. So next week's podcast might just be all of this, um, or we might just, you know, cover Batman at the end of it as well, because that should come out next week. And uh, so we'll see. Unless there's a lot of news that happens, we'll start with the review of the movie, and then we'll talk about everything else after. Um, So that's the game plan right now. So if you have DC Universe, look out in your email box, uh, because you'll more than likely get invited to the Birds of Prey. If you want to look, you can go Google search Birds of Prey DC Universe stuff, and there's a list of uh the cities and stuff that will actually be happening uh with this thing um because i think the big cities like new york and la actually get it two days before it premieres and uh we get it a day before so it'll be really interesting to see um and yeah i'm excited to watch it and i am more than likely since we'll we'll both be able to see it wednesday i'm buying i'm just gonna buy myself a six o'clock uh showing for thursday because you'll you'll be at work so (laughs) (laughs) uh so and we'll have already both seen it so we're cool yeah that's Um, true but anyways uh so there's that so birds of prey hearing a lot of good stuff about it can't wait to check it out um and yeah it's just it's everywhere right now like advertisements everything's just blowing up and it seems like it's pretty cool you mentioned there's some like popcorn stuff or some yeah so so there is drink toppers uh popcorn buckets a pop t-shirt and lanyards 
that are available at select theaters when you go to like your premiere. So the topper, so like you get your regular cup or whatever. Yeah. And it is a Harley Quinn hammer that attaches to your straw, basically. Mm -hmm. And then the bucket for your popcorn. So there's the bucket. But then on the side of the bucket is the handle, and the bucket is actually the hammer. Oh, that's cool. I'd yeah, that. I it's gonna suck though because like if I'm holding the bucket, then the handle is like whacking somebody in the face right beside me. You know, mm-hmm. that's why you so put yourself I, on the floor. Yeah, yeah. And you can so, also put the you know you can turn a bucket right, so the handle could be facing the seat in front of you. I so mean, it yeah. wouldn't be it wouldn't be that hard. <laughs> oh, it's gonna be hitting somebody, man. <laughs> Problem solving, Clay. Come on, man. Oh man. Um, but anyways, uh, so yeah, that's really all the entertainment news. To be honest, there's like not a lot else. Did anything happen anywhere else? Entertainment. Uh, nothing no. happened on the shows. It- nothing. Nope, it has been a slow, quiet week for yeah. sure. Um, nothing has come out for any other news as far as... Uh, the video game, though. Nothing about the new game. But if you play Arkham Knight, there is a new skin you can download that is Earth 2 Batman. Oh, so yeah. if yeah. you want to go replay uh, Arkham Knight in a brand new skin, you can go download the Earth 2 uh skin to play as a you know that batman in the game i i kind of want to revisit that game but i have too many other games i need to play right now i know you know i have i have god of war that i still need to finish then i wanted to go back onto some dlc of kingdom hearts but i've oh i've been like i've been waiting for batman arkham knight Mm. to be so low in like price because of a sale Mm. and eventually it was it was five dollars and i was like hell yeah i'll buy it wasn't it free on ps plus yeah that was the problem i bought it for five dollars and then the very next month it was free (laughs) sucker yeah Um, so i have all the dlcs for that so i I can same i i i because i of course had played it before and i never delete any of my i guess data for my ps4 i only delete the apps well i delete the apps and not the data so Mm -hmm. i still have all of my saved files for uh arkham knight and i have all the dlc stuff so you know whenever i do decide to play i'm gonna have everything so that that'll be nice that's cool yeah um so yeah so that's it that's all the entertainment news it's all the video game news there's no show stuff happening so we're gonna move on to comics and one of the biggest things that just got announced recently is scott snyder and greg capullo's New Metal, I guess you can call it. Their Metal sequel, which has yeah. no name yet. Um, it just had a nice little tagline of may- that mayhem is imminent. And it has Wonder Woman on it. And she is the badass looking person on this one. The first time it was Batman. And you know what? He says that there's the chainsaw of truth. So it's like this really cool photo of Wonder Woman. She looks all badass and she has a, a chainsaw. And it has a lasso wrapped in it. And it's called the chainsaw of truth. If I know anything from Greg Capullo making awesome covers, we're not going to see that damn Wonder Woman in this story. Yeah, because probably not. Because we no. never saw <laughs> Batman wielding dual axes in freaking metal. 
So uh, don't get your hopes up on seeing a badass Wonder Woman in metal because it'll probably end up turning to be her past self coming back. And, uh, you know, she's the reason. She's decided to go against all hope and passion and everything, and she just wants to kill everybody because that's apparently what Scott Steiner likes to do at the end of his stories that have a lot of promise, <laughs> and they just turn out to be garbage. Um, but anyways, do you think no. that Do you think that he will somehow tie his continuity of Batman? Uh, so this spiritual successor to Metal, will it tie to The Last Night on Earth? Yes, 100%. I think that's why you see this badass Wonder Woman. She is going to be the one that survives. She's going to get hit on the head or something. Because if we're not mistaken, wasn't Wonder Woman rumored to be the first character that's going to be gone in, in 5G? No, she is... She is... Uh, she is considered the first hero to like make herself known to society. Yeah, but isn't she going to be like gone? She's like not going to be a part of the New Justice League, right? Uh, I could have sworn there was something like that. No, I don't so, think so. I don't, I, don't I, I don't know. I didn't I hear like that. She's not going to be there because they're all being replaced. Well, yeah, yeah, but they're also like, well, I guess when you look at it that way, when when there was a rumored lineup, there was no mm-hmm. Wonder Woman type character. So yes. No. So um, but yeah, so Scott Snyder, Greg Capullo, and I'm definitely going to buy the hell out of that. There's going to be like a billion tie-ins, and I'm going to buy them anyways because I think those guys are awesome together. And, um, you know, barring Scott Snyder, don't think he's had his best work as of late, but I still think he is a phenomenal writer and I will read anything, uh, that he writes, but as long as it's at DC, cause I haven't read his independent shit for some reason. Um, but that is one of the, I haven't, I'm sorry. Then <laughs> octopus man with crab hands and shit. Like, I don't know what that is. Okay. I don't know what's happening there. Not saying it's not good. Not saying that at all. I do want to give it a chance, but I feel like that's something I got to wait for like the first trade to come out in because yeah. like, I yeah, don't want to go buy all the single issues. Like I barely want to buy a lot of the DC stuff I'm buying right now. So ain't that the Scott truth. Snyder. When you come out with the trade, man, I'll pick it up, and then I'll decide if I want to keep reading after that. But, um, yeah, so, I don't know. Crab hands aside. Uh, the thing we're going to move on to next is Suicide Squad, which apparently you said you didn't like. So I I am very, like, okay. So, let me just say, Tom Taylor, one of my favorite writers, I love what he does with his characters. Mm-hmm. Now, saying that, I didn't like how he approached the ending of this book. Mm-hmm. Why is that? Maybe we should tell him what happened in this book first. Yeah, so, of course, did we talk about issue number one? Yes, we, we did, did, right? Yeah, we did. So, these new characters that he has created to be a part of the new Suicide Squad, you know, they basically get the rundown by the new leader of the Suicide Squad. Uh, and he says, hey, you're going to do what I ask, or I'm going to blow up every one of your friends one at a time so you can watch. Yeah. And and he's telling this to Osita, who is the leader of you know this new group that is going into the Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. And their new mission that he's sending them off to is to extract this, this guy... That they were manipulating an election. 
like the U.S. Yeah. Well, I guess uh, Task Force X, the U.S. Yeah, was they were rushing man- this shit up. Yeah, they were manipulating a uh, an election, and it didn't work. And the guy that they wanted to win in the election didn't. So yeah. the plan was no, no, ex- no. So what actually happened was he won, but the other guy was not giving up power. Oh, that okay, way. okay, 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 okay. So, yeah. so what their job was, they were going to get him, extract him from his home, mm-hmm. and then basically put him in office, like physically, be like, boom, yeah. okay, we're done, you know. But, of course, Osita had other plans. And I will say, I did get a chuckle out of this book because they're in this helicopter or a plane and the the new guy who has wings, he makes a comment that he doesn't like to fly in planes Helicop- yeah. or helicopters. And Floyd, Floyd Deadshot is like, why? You have wings. Like, mm-hmm. how are you scared of flying? He's like, well, I don't like being encased in a large piece of metal mm-hmm. that is, you know, consuming highly flammable liquids. Yeah. And he's like, okay, whatever. And then all of a sudden, all these fucking bullets just start shredding the fuck out of the plane. Yeah. Kills the pilot. Deadshot goes to try to, like, ease them down. It mm-hmm. doesn't work. Wink, who is the teleporter of the new group, yeah. teleports everybody down to safely and Deadshot's like are you fucking kidding me and then he crashes he survives he gets out he's super pissed at everybody because you know they didn't teleport him yeah and back at base this new leader of the task force x he's like are is everything okay what's going on what you know and he says i was just you know falling in a encased piece of metal that is you know consumed with flammable liquids just playing off of what the other guy had said and it did make me laugh i was like okay that is funny let's move forward yeah so they get this guy they are about to take him and then all of a sudden they're walking through i guess what would be a uh underground yeah storm drain Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden osita starts freaking out Mm -hmm. it's an ambush oh my god and you clearly don't see anybody, and mm-hmm. but she's shooting. Well, there's like, there was one guy in the tunnel. Yeah, there was one guy. Uh, they kill him, but then she plays off like it was an ambush. Shoots off her gun, turns yeah. it around, shoots herself in the shoulder, and then points the gun at this elected official and blows his brains out. Yeah, all while. Floyd is looking in horror, mm-hmm. like, holy crap, what's going on? I can't do anything. And that is why I do not like this issue. Because he didn't do anything? Because Deadshot, from the from the character that I know him to be, mm-hmm. like, yes, you know, he's had some crazy fucking adventures with the Suicide Squad, and... You know, every single one of those characters has been used for comic relief in some sort of fashion. Mm-hmm. Deadshot is still a badass. Yeah. And he still follows orders because he knows, you know, eventually I'm going to get this bomb out of my fucking head. Mm-hmm. So for him to just sit back and be like, you know, oh shit. Yeah. He doesn't know this person. 
And so mm-hmm. I can kind of see, okay, he doesn't know this person. So he, sh- he, he's not like quick to try to fight her or shoot her or whatever. Yeah. But at the same time, that's who Deadshot's character is. Mm-hmm. His reaction to when shit hits the fan is to, oh, I need to kill somebody. Yeah. So I, for me, it just looks like Tom Taylor is pushing aside a lot of these known characters for the characters that he's creating now to be the new status quo, which mm-hmm. he can do because, of course, he's the writer. But don't diminish a character who has already had, like, his character built up mm-hmm. in a title. You know, that, that's okay. all I really, you know, thought about it. So I didn't get that feel at all. Uh, when it came to Deadshot, I I don't I don't see any diminishing returns or anything like that with uh with Deadshot here. I actually see as he's just caught off guard because he saw that these people don't give a fuck, like they don't. I mean because they literally left him to die. Uh, they know that you know he they were able to take down a whole tanker by themselves. So he knows these guys are serious business. Because yes, I agree that Deadshot is somebody that is will jump into action. But he's also intelligent. Like, he knows when to fight and when not to fight. You know what I mean? Um, And with this particular one, with these particular people, after they just straight up left him for dead, they have a telepath. So he could shoot and they can just, like, straight up, like, whoop, we're gone. And, like, you know, he might not be able to do shit here. And this, I think this whole thing happens pretty fast. Like, he's like, what the fuck's happening? And he's just trying to see what's going on here. And I thought when she blew the head off that dude, I thought it was awesome. Uh, I always love when things go to silhouettes and somebody dies. Like, I always think yeah, it looks yeah. pretty dope. Um, but I think he was just caught off guard here. Because if he wanted to really follow orders and not see what they were playing at, he would have mentioned that they just tried to kill him in the plane. You know what I mean? So I think he's trying to see what these people's game is. Because if, like, they're not scared. Like, that's they're not scared to die. Which we yeah. know that the first time the Suicide Squad happened with Harley and everybody... I mean, if you watch the movie, we saw KGBs get his head blown off. We know that doesn't happen in the comics, but they were like, oh, shit, they're serious. And so I would think Deadshot's going to be like, oh, yeah, these guys totally going to get scared because, you know, they can die. Where he's watching them not give a fuck. So I think he's caught off guard. I don't think that he's scared or he's not being Deadshot. I just think he's like, whoa, like I've never dealt with people that are not scared of, you know, the team. So that's how I interpreted it. So I thought the story was dope in itself because I do think you need to build up these characters because I do think a majority of them are going to die as this story goes on because I don't think that you're going to see Harley or Deadshot or any of the main team die, uh, which is really only Harley and Deadshot, to be honest, uh, and King Shark. But I like the story that's going on with King Shark and that other guy that he ate his brother. Uh, Oh, I thought that was kind of fucked up when he made him... like He was like, oh, I want you to remember his... like. This is the memory. I'm sharing a memory yeah. of me eating him. Like, that was pretty gangster. Yeah, it was really messed up. But, okay, so, of course, I've said I have another podcast, uh, Comic Book Legion. Me and Mark had a fucking, like, so, so let me just explain it to you. King Shark. Mm-hmm. In here, they don't call him King Shark. They call him mm-hmm. The Shark. Mm-hmm. So, we don't know if this is the actual King Shark. And we're like, well, how is that possible? There's only one shark that is almost humanoid, and mm-hmm. that would be King Shark. Like, just a year ago, mm-hmm. or two years ago, 
King Shark was an actual hammerhead shark. Yeah. This is not a hammerhead. Mm-hmm. So, like, we're so confused as of, like, who this person is. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I haven't read all his stuff. This does definitely fit the Flash King Shark mold, though. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I think it's just one of those things where it's comics, and it comes down to, like, hey, I actually like this interpretation more of the character, so draw that one. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, I think it just goes down to that, because, I mean... Granted, that is a big change because of the shark style, you know what I mean? But, I mean, we have characters that change all of the time, you know what I mean? Like, we, Batman's not always buff. Like, we have people that draw him very skinny and other people that draw him massive. So, uh, I think that's just one of the things that changes from artist to artist. But, um, I will say that is pretty jarring to think of, like, how he was a hammerhead and now he's this. But um, I don't know. I think I actually prefer this one because you think a great white or like a maglodon or a megalodon or whatever is like the scariest one. Like this looks mm-hmm. intimidating. Um, but I thought that was kind of cool. I'm enjoying the story. Um, you know, Tom Taylor is, I think, one of the better writers in comics right now when it comes to making things entertaining and suspenseful. Um, it's really weird, though. I will say the Harley Quinn voice that he has for this book feels nothing mm-hmm. like the Harley Quinn of like injustice so like knowing that he has written harley quinn before this feels yeah. like a new tone for him when writing harley quinn yeah it could be well i don't i don't remember injustice too much but i mean how does this compare to um deceased i i don't know like she in well actually in deceased I still feel like it's a little different. Like I felt that she wasn't so well for, for me, I feel like in suicide squad, she's very loud. Mm-hmm. And in the other books that he has written, she's not like very, she's not a very loud person in those books, but yeah. it is in those books. She's a little bit more fleshed out. So maybe it just will take some time. So, yeah. She didn't really have a big role in this issue either. Yeah. Like, she had, like, two lines. Mm-hmm. And then it was kind of, like, dunzo for her. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. Uh, it is a story I am I am enjoying reading. So uh, I wish that could be something that was, like, you know, bi-weekly, which would be nice to just be able to read it a little bit more and flesh out those characters. But, you know, you get what you get. Um, but I will say that is the first Suicide Squad story that I've enjoyed reading in a really long time. Um, I don't think I have been read. I don't think I've read a Suicide Squad story in since when Jim Lee did like the first few from Rebirth, and then he jumped off. I haven't read a Suicide Squad book since the first five issues of New Fifty Two. Damn. Yeah. So back in two thousand ten. So ten years ago. Yeah. Damn. Um, but I mean, it looks like it's going somewhere. I like that people are actually dying in this book. Because I think for the longest time they weren't. Um, but I mean, it's also a tricky thing. So, I mean, it was smart for Tom Taylor to actually make new characters that you can yeah. kill off. So, I think that's kind of cool. But anyways, we're going to move on to the only Batman book of the week. And that is <laughs> uh, Detective Comics Annual called One Man's Worth. And um, love the title because, you know, it's about Alfred. Alfred's last name is Pennyworth. And, uh, you know, the penny is one cent. So I think that's a nice little title. Um, and the cool thing about this is the I've always loved Alfred stories because we don't know a lot about Alfred. 
We know he's had a history of being like a spy in MI6. He's basically James Bond. And it's pretty badass knowing that Batman's right-hand man is fucking James Bond, pretty much. So I've always thought this is really cool. Uh, Because it's also like, you can understand that, yeah, Batman trained for 12 years, or did, you know, train for how many years you want to think he trained for, but he still has somebody talking to him like, oh, I've been through this before. Like, hey, you need to be a better actor. You need to do this. You need to do that. And he's constantly, his dad, his father figure, is somebody that is basically still training him every single day. And um, I think this was kind of cool. Uh, so the basically the story of this annual is we're getting, it's, it takes place in current. Alfred is dead. But we're getting a flashback to where Alfred, what Alfred was doing back in the day. And he's uh, being attacked by like these Russian spies or something. Apparently, he's trying to get some information that has been tried to get from a bunch of MI6 people before, and they've all went missing or they've all died. So, of course, Alfred being a badass, he has been able to uh, retrieve this information. And uh, there's this cool, you know, thing of him ripping off a mask and showing, like, his actual Alfred face, which I thought was really cool. And he's getting away in a car, just like James Bond would. Dude, and, uh, I will say, really when, cool. I first, when I first opened this book and I read mm-hmm. those first pages and I saw him rip off his face, I, was, I had to go back because I was like, wait, he looked like Alfred in the very first page. Yeah. But it's more of, like an old alfred yeah or a chunkier alfred and i'm just like oh okay maybe maybe it was a mask that's weird (laughs) and um it's cool so there's like this that's really the opening of the story and uh, it shows alfred getting like airlifted out from a jet or whatever and then of course we go to gotham city now and it's batman saving some people from like an exploding building and um you know the dialogue with this batman was kind of okay uh but i as I was reading, I was like, I don't know if I like this dialogue. But then I it's was thinking, a little hokey. Like it's a it's a little. Yeah, it it is a little hokey. But at the same time, I feel like that's what Batman would need to do: saving innocence. Like he can't always be like, "I'm gonna kill you." Like it's gotta be like, "Hey, I know I'm I'm scary, but I'm here to help you." Like I feel like he would have to do that in certain instances because there are gonna be some kids that are like, "Oh shit," you know what I mean? Like you kick my dad's ass. Like there's gonna be shit like that. So, I think sometimes he would need to be hokey to the innocents. And, uh, yeah, it, again, there was a kind of like, this kid's a hero. That kind of was, yeah, that was kind of hokey and stuff. But, you know what? I feel like, you know what? You, sometimes you just got to be like that. Um, and then it, we... Uh, honestly, it was more of like a Dick Grayson in the Batman suit. Yeah, kind of. And then we see him speed off in the Batmobile, which, again, that Batmobile I mentioned, I think is dope. It is a freaking uh, animated series style with a little bit more modern look to it, which I think is cool. And it's Batman getting to the Batcave and undressing. And you see these little panels of the Batcave looking like shit. Like, it's dirty, and it's like there's garbage everywhere. We it looks like panel. my room right now. Yeah. <laughs> we have this little panel of Bruce going to the fridge, and Damien has left a note that you need to go buy food. Dude, and, um, like that, I've I've been there before. Holy crap! Yeah. So like, um, and then Bruce is kind of just chilling. He's eating the like only apple that's in the fridge, and then somebody's in his house, and he's all like, "Oh, who the hell are you?" And it's basically this woman that was working with Alfred back in the day, and uh, essentially she's here. She knows that he's Batman, and he's kind of trying to play like, "Oh, I'm Bruce Wayne. You need to get out of my house." And she kind of knows. She doesn't care. But she's playing coy. She's like, whatever. She was like, Alfred always told me if I ever needed something to come here. And uh, then we get a flashback 
of Alfred and she's telling the story of like why she's there. And uh, he basically says, he was like, if you can help, come to this location. And, uh, you know, he, of course, Bruce Bean, he loves a good mystery. He shows up to that location and she leaves a little bat symbol because she knows who he is. And it says, Chase the 76 Romero. And um, I thought that was kind of cool because that's very spy-ish. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. So he starts, he sees his car speeding away, chases her, lands on the car, and then they end up going to this place. What if Bruce wasn't a car person? And that would be something, right? <laughs> follow the 76 Romero. Yeah. Uh, that <laughs> Bad <one>. computer. Yeah. <laughs> Bad computer. What is a Romero? <laughs> a 76 Romero. Uh, that would be something. Uh, but from there, they, they get to this location. And it is apparently an old, like, abandoned city where uh, people were trained to be spies. Which I've actually, I'm reading a book right now called uh surprise kill vanish which is about these paramilitary secret organizations that happen in real life and apparently there are places like this they're not necessarily cities but there are places where military people go to train to be other ethnicity like other freaking like russians or germans or whoever to blend in and uh so this was kind of cool because i was like oh shit spy stuff and um you know what they're they're scoping out the area and the reason why they're there is because there's this one character that used to be Alfred's best friend or a friend of Alfred that betrayed MI6. And they're here to get justice. And she's like, this is justice for Alfred. You would want to help him out. So Batman's like, yeah, all right, let me go help this out. And uh, he basically goes, he finds, you know, he's trying to search for this guy, gets attacked by the NKV demon is what I'm going to say. I don't know how to pronounce it. Yeah, no, 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 that's what I was saying. But the way he explains it, or like Mm -hmm. when when that the NKV demon or whatever shows up, it's almost as if like Batman knows of him. Do you know of this character existing at all? Because I haven't like I have never heard of this character. Yeah, I haven't seen this character at all. But right under the his name, he says the Soviet assassin, a legend. So Batman, being somebody who's studied in every different type of martial arts, has probably heard a billion legends over time. So like, it's funny that it's funny that they've never said that Batman has like a photographic memory, like Batgirl does. She remembers everything. It's why she's so intelligent, why she's so brilliant, is because apparently she remembers everything because she has a photographic memory. Yeah. Batman just there, and there has been like uh, things in the past. Where apparently Batman, like, in between eating and stuff like that, he's just, like, doing flashcards to, like, keep his brain, like, fresh. Yeah. Um, granted, I'm pretty sure he does it with technology nowadays, but there has been proof of Batman's, like, constantly keeping his intelligence up. So, you can just assume he's, like, a Wikipedia of knowledge as well. So, I'm pretty sure he's seen this legend before. And it's a cool-looking suit. It's, like, a demon mask with just, like, some cool tactical, like, stuff. And it has a Soviet logo on it. And, uh, you know, they fight. This thing is pretty, uh, 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 like, a good competitor or whatever. And it's a pet to this other guy, apparently. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Batman gets himself caught purposely. And uh, this guy's like, all right, well, you know, we're going to come do this stuff and whatever. And uh, the dude ends up getting shot by the woman that was Batman was working with. And the demon he tells the demon to go kill her. But Batman's all like, nah, get over here, bitch. And he, like, gets the chains <laughs> that he was caught up in. And, like, ties down the demon because, um, you know, he, he meant to get caught. So he everything was in control. And uh, the cool thing here is this woman is about to kill this guy. Like, 100% going to kill him. 
And Batman's like, nobody's going to die here because, you know, he has his code. And he's like, this is not what Alfred would want, blah, blah, blah. And, of course, it does the classic, like, bang. She shoots, like, right next to his head kind of thing. We see this in movies all the time. And um, they end up arresting this guy is what they end up doing. And um, it comes down to the, the end of it is, like, this nice little montage of Bruce starting to clean up his house and stuff. Like, you know, he's like, Alfred would have wanted me to do better than this. He starts cleaning up the house. He actually, you know, takes out the trash. He's doing dishes, cleaning up his books. He's basically doing Alfred's job. And so, like, it's this nice little montage of, like, you know what? You would have have taught me to be better. And then it ends with the woman back in his house again. And she's basically saying, let me tell you the story of Alfred Pennyworth, basically. And she, it kind of ends, like, with, you know, like, a son and his grandmother. Like, kind of, like, talking about stories of their grandfather. I I really enjoyed this story um it did kind of irk me a little that she knew he was batman Mm -hmm. and of course you can chop it up to oh she was a spy she's mi6 yeah but if that's the case then every quote-unquote secret agency should know that bruce is batman yeah but i also think it comes down the way this story was um kind of the way i kind of read it it kind of seemed like her, Alfred, and that other guy were kind of, like, the the main people. And, like, they were the top dogs, and they wouldn't tell each other secrets, kind of. That's kind of how I read it. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I also don't think... Well, the thing, too, is uh, after that page, though, there is a smaller story of Alfred writing a note to her. Yeah. And we see him basically helping Batman during year one. After he's fighting people, getting stabbed, getting his ass kicked, Alfred is there, you know, you know, sewing up his wounds, all that stuff, you know, sewing up his clothes, doing all this stuff. And he's just writing this note to this woman saying, like, oh, sorry, Master Bruce is uh, busy every Friday night doing weightlifting or going out for, you know, exercise and blah, blah, blah. Basically, just kind of talking in code that he's, uh, you know, he's out doing something. He's protecting the world. And yeah. uh, it's just so really cool. It, I love stories like this because you you see it. Like Alfred is a spy. He knows how to kind of word these things in an intelligent way where it seems like he's actually doing something, but he's totally doing something else. So it was a cool little um a cool little freaking thing. Who is this artist though? Cuz I know I've seen this art millions of times cuz it's not the greatest. But So um, oh, it's uh, Rizzo. it's Ed, Ed, Eduardo yeah, I like uh, Rizzo. Yeah, yeah I uh, Azarello. Yes, yes, that's mm-hmm. what I was gonna say. He does work with uh, Azarello a lot. Yeah. It's not my cup of tea of art, mm-hmm. but I did enjoy the small little like, hey, you know, this shows that even from the beginning of working with uh, Bruce, mm-hmm. he was still thinking about her because she even says in the actual like story itself that. You know, he was MI6 all the way, and then all of a sudden he abruptly left because he had to take care of an orphan. And he said, yeah. she said that straight to freaking Bruce's face, and I'm like, yeah, that's kind of cold. Yeah, well, you would you would hope a spy is cold, yeah, because they need to be that gangster. Um, but yeah, I I genuinely I I enjoyed the story. I want to see. I mean, maybe I don't, but, like, I would really like to see Tom King do an Alfred story, although, you know, he's the one that ended everything, so he's kind of leaving it up to everybody else to tell the stories. And I know we're getting an Alfred R.I.P. eventually, um, 
And I want to see what these stories are actually going to be about. But I think everybody that has had to deal with Tom King killing Alfred has done a good job so far. I've liked the stuff that's come out. And, um, yeah, it's going to be very interesting to see where this goes. But I think it's it's some cool stuff. And it gives you an option to just learn. Like, if you really miss Alfred, you can keep telling stories like this. Like, uh, there is that Pennyworth show, which I know they're dealing with all of the... I've never seen any of it, but I heard it was good. I think it's getting season two. Um, so... You know, it's. I think Alfred's always been an interesting character, but I hope we don't get enough. Like, I hope we don't like plan out his whole life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, during his death, like I, I like the mystery of Alfred and having a little bit of mystery. Not everything needs to be solved. Like how he grew up, and some people have tackled that at times. I think, um, you know, Scott Snyder was doing that in All Star Batman. There was a lot of Alfred stuff in All Star Batman. So. I don't know. Uh, not a lot going on this week. I will say, uh, besides this book, I'm currently reading Batman Legacy. I'm on volume two right now, which is really interesting. I believe this follows Contagion, which was the whole thing where there was an earthquake, which followed No Man's Land, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. Yeah. Because uh, I think that's the order. I think it's No Man's Land, Contagion, then it's a Legacy. It's a racial ghoul story, but it's also Bane's return after Nightfall. Uh, it's been a solid story so far, and it blows my mind. It's a Chuck Dixon story. He's written most of it, um, and uh, I'm enjoying it so far. You know, the art's good here and there. It's like it's of course that old school like early '90s art um, or late '80s. I don't really know when that book came out to be honest, but um, it's been it's been pretty good so far. Uh, I found out that um, Bane has also slept with Talia. That's something that happened in the book, and I was like, oh, Batman. Freaking God, Bane's Dam- with your girl. Damien is the son of Bane. Bane, yeah, probably. <laughs> but from Talia is somebody that is very, uh, you know, she's very free in that, which she's totally, you know, cool to be. But uh, I, I believe she's also been uh, with, like, Deathstroke and stuff. Basically, a lot of Batman's enemies. But apparently, Batman, the bad dick always reigns supreme, though, because that's all she ever wants. <laughs> uh <laughs> But Jesus. um, yeah, but Legacy is actually pretty good. I, I I genuinely enjoy going back and reading a lot of that Batman stuff because you get to see a lot more of the characters um that you don't get to see a lot of nowadays. And I I feel like back in the day, I want to say writers it felt like writers had a lot more freedom back then, and because you oh, had yeah. a lot of cool stories. And um, nowadays it feels like it's a lot more like you can't do this, you can't do that. Um, but same even even with that though. Even if there's a lot of characters jumping in and out of stories, it seems like everything still flows perfectly with those old stories. And it just kind of blows my mind that they seem like they can't do that nowadays, which is so weird. But, you know, it's whatever. But uh, if you guys are interested in reading a story that is older, that is not current run, highly suggest Legacy or, you know, even go back and read No Man's Land or Contagion, stuff like that. Those those are good stories right now. I'm just trying to catch up with that era of Batman, which is which is pretty awesome. It's nice to see Robin and Nightwing. Although I've never been a fan of Ponytail Nightwing. It's weird. You've never been a fan of Ponytail Nightwing? No. No. Oh my it looks god. Dumb. You, how it how could you dumb. how can you say that? Because it looks dumb, all right? If you have wow. a ponytail and it doesn't look good, it's dumb. <laughs> all right? That's like saying Oof. rat tails are cool. Rat tails aren't cool. Oh shit. Uh, well, I did you have a rat tail? I've always wanted one. I've always wanted one. That's so (laughs) terrible. Rat tails are gross. 
my god. Hey, so wow. real quick, before we call it quits tonight, uh-huh. um, just uh, scoured Twitter really quick. Yeah. Um, Gary Witta mm-hmm. took a picture at the DC headquarters. If you don't know who that is, um, it says here on his Twitter bio, writer... Not. Of things, Rogue One, A Star Wars Story, The Book of Eli, The Walking Dead, Star Wars Rebels, mm-hmm. and The Last Jedi, After Earth, and Abomination. Mm-hmm. So he is a movie writer, TV writer, and he's at DC yeah. right now. So, just... At the comic headquarters? Well, you know the, the big DC logo with the purple and pink lights in it? Like... Purple it, and pink? I don't know. I mean, like peop- that must have been. people have taken photos of like around here and have said that they're oh. at the DC headquarters before. Okay. So, just saying, uh, and even like Gail Simone is like question mark, and so like mm-hmm. a lot of people are noticing. So yeah. maybe you know he's gonna be attached to something, you know. DC related. You, you think it's going to be a movie or do you think it's going to be a comic book? It may be an HBO Max thing. That would be interesting. But uh, I guess we'll have to wait and see. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that. Oh, whoa, that's the last thing we need to end on. Apparently, there is a WBDC event happening soon. Like their own event. What? Yeah. I forgot when? where I saw that. But apparently they're going to be doing their own event. And a lot of people think, I think it's going to be in like March or something. I think a lot of people are saying that is when we're going to get our first look at Batman. There's going to be like an event. I don't remember where I saw it. I saw it randomly somewhere. But there's supposed to be an event where a lot of people think they're going to say more HBO Max stuff, more uh, DC stuff, and all that jazz. So, and which is something we talked about, something we mentioned like, oh yeah, they should definitely do their own event. So I think they finally got the damn hint and they're going to drop something. Huh. Uh, let me see. Yeah, I, I just did a, I did a quick Google search. I said WBDC Comics event 2020. Nothing is coming up there. Yeah, let me see. I want to say it's something I read in like, just like an offhanded thing. Because it might be... In like it, I think it had to be an HBO Max uh, article that I was reading. It might have been one of the ones with Green Lantern, and they they just mentioned like, oh yeah, it's gonna be uh, happening with blah, blah blah. Oh, it might have been the Bad Robot stuff. Let me see this real quick. Uh, according to Deadline, Bad Robot, blah blah blah, uh, blah blah. Members, members, members. I know this isn't great um, to hear about, but let's see. Okay, this will finally make DC dark. Not blah, 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 some projects in this team. Okay, so it's not in this one. But uh, I know I read it somewhere. I'm going to have to find it and talk about it on the next podcast. But I definitely saw that, that somebody said that there is going to be this DC event that where they're going to talk about all this other stuff. Because um, I was just like, oh, shit. I'm surprised I didn't send that to you at all. Huh. Um, but, damn, I'll have to look at it. I saw it in something. I saw it because I was just like, oh, shit. Because it might be like where they talk about 5G and stuff, too. So, that would be interesting. That would but, be interesting. Um, yeah, so I don't know. Uh, if I find it, uh, I'll share it with you. But I know I read that somewhere. Anyways. All right, cool. Um, yeah, that's going to be it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I, we somehow always manage to push this over an hour. I don't know how we do it, but we do it. 
Um, but that is going to be it. Hopefully next week, like we said, we will be watching Birds of Prey on Wednesday. That next podcast will be us reviewing the movie, and we'll be talking about Batman 88, I think is the next issue, and any other Batman-related stuff. Um, if, for some reason, there's a lot of Batman shit to talk about, maybe we'll split this into two, or it's just going to be like a super-packed episode. Uh, we'll see what happens, because I think we talked about Joker for like a solid hour when we reviewed that movie. But then again, that was the fucking Joker. So, yeah. you know, we might not have that an hour worth of talking about Birds of Prey. But anyways, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen, that is going to be it. As always, I am your host, Juice Wayne. He is Fanboy Clay. Remember, Batman is awesome. We'll see you guys next time. <laughs>